Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me heart is your hoe. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me heart is your hoe. Yo, yo, a pirate's life for me. Have you read the lyrics to A Pirate's Life for Me in a while? Because I have never, because usually I go, yo, ho. And I say that instead. But it is very, <laughs> man, pirates. Problematic. I, I would, I dare say it's po- problematic. Are we canceling pirates? <laughs> I I am not canceling pirates because I went to Pirate Fest over the weekend. So if you're canceling pirates and dressing up as a pirate, I am certainly first on the chopping block. And I guess I give myself as tribute? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm researching Insane Clown Posse for Where's the Bruiser. And man, if you want to talk about going back to some lyrics that might disturb and upset you, uh, stay away from their first album. Oh, yeah, no, don't <laughs> worry. I wasn't planning on going anywhere near it. I am, I'm a juggalo sympathizer. I'm not, I'm not anti-juggalo. I love my lows, by the way. I'm not trying to talk shit to the lows right now, bros. I man. love y'all. I've never listened I to love. an album. I could not tell you how many <laughs> albums Insane Clown Posse has. I don't a think I've shocking ever... amount. I'll bet. A shocking amount. I'll bet. Yeah. It seems like a real fish thing where it's like you can have a whole Kinda. lifestyle based on this. I mean, actually, oh, totally for sure. well, in every I, way. I, you, just, you just brought me right to one of my favorite books ever written about, especially about fandoms. You don't like, you don't know me, but you don't like me. And it is about fish heads and juggalos. That's, and it that's, is so yeah. entertaining. I must have had that kernel of truth put in my head from you. <laughs> I love juggalos, but when you're dating in whip, Florida, whip. you happen to interact. And if you're someone like myself that chooses um, people for the story, sometimes um, <laughs> you'll find yourself with some juggalos or juggalettes that um, may not have the same um, moral standings that you have mm. and that's okay yeah um, but just not for me to be dating sounds like it was just okay living- for you yeah, yeah, it wasn't okay for me. <laughs> and I think that um, I think that growing up and living in Florida for a long time might change some of how you feel about um, just the idea. Did, of did these people have uh, upsetting nicknames? Um, squeezy. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about the squeezy. I'm not talking about like um, our. You know, you know, squeezy, squeezy. This was a different. It was S Q U E E Z I E. They spelled it often. Yes, Graffi- with graffiti paint. I'm yeah, guessing. yeah, yeah. Squeezy. Wait, who's the other squeezy? Who's the squeezy we love? <laughs> yeah, what is the squeezy we all know we, and love? You know, by the way. squeezy. <laughs> Like, who the fuck is this? Squeezy? I know we need to talk squeezy about your pirate for real. festival, Jackie. I know we need to talk about <laughs> S K W E E Z Y squeezy for real. 
Squeezy's great. Can, can you give me a, can you give me the elevator pitch on who that Squeezy is? Because I don't know who, oh, who you're talking about. Oh, he's, he, well, he always wears a sideways baseball Squeezy hat. Jibs is the comedy <laughs> alter ego of Tim Savage, who has proved a huge hit with internet audiences, particularly in America, being dubbed comedy gold by the likes of Bored Panda. Uh, Some of you've heard any of this before. I think I'll keep going because I know you haven't. Across various platforms with well over half a million fans and followers across the likes of Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the universe. Squeezy. Wow. The squeezy. Right. squeezy tips. <laughs> but my squeezy was a different squeezy. Maybe I shouldn't call him my squeezy necessarily. <laughs> Sounds like he was your squeezy, Jackie. Because we had one crazy night. <laughs> And I will hopefully never see Squeezy ever again. Unless Squeezy listens. And if you do, write in to page7podcast at gmail.com. I never talk about um, stories about boys on podcasts ever since I learned the hard way that sometimes the boys you talk about listen to the podcast. But Uh if this somehow gets back to your Florida juggalo Squeezy, I think we call that a victory. I think we say, hi, Squeezy. I hope you had fun with Jackie. Whoop, whoop, family, bro. Yeah, man. I, and who knows? Maybe he's not a juggalo anymore. I don't know what happened to Squeezy or his life. This was before, you know, well, I guess you don't ever really follow someone that right, is a one night right. stand. Um, but, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes you can check in on him. I what's, don't even know his real name. <laughs> what's the, what do you think the percentage chance of just straight up dead is? What do you think the percentage? Yeah, I don't, put that on him because <laughs> I don't know where maybe his life may, like maybe he's, he's trying to be right governor now, like man I'm not dead <laughs> yeah, or, I'm like, or he is dead and like a loved one of Squeezy the Juggalo from Florida is listening and they're like I can't believe they're laughing at the memory of Squeezy <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> who's worse Squeezy or Gronky which one is more upsetting oh my god well I will say Squeezy <laughs> didn't talk about his asshole as much as Gronky talks about his yeah, asshole that's true I'm not that's gonna say he didn't much. bring I mean, it up he didn't come up and lose once or twice <laughs> he's, he's a Juggalo bro right with him and, he, and you can't even say he never talks about his asshole. I don't remember, but I'm pretty, pretty sure Groggy talks about his asshole more. Oh, for sure. That'll take him down a couple of notches at least. <laughs> I was trying to talk about the pirate festival. Alright, tell us about your pirate festival. Jeff. It was great. I dressed up like a pirate and I so did Jeff. Jeff and I both dressed up and we did post pictures. I finally bought my own set of horns because I'm a monster fucker nice. and now I get to be the monster as well. I'm a, of the monstress, if you will, and I'm very excited about I think there were a lot of monster fuckers at the Pirate Festival. Oh, yeah. And shout outs to everybody I met at the Pirate Fest. Um, I feel like especially dressing like I was in Akatar really made me um, made me feel my essence for the first time. I, love that. I think I made for corsets. I know that you shouldn't say that, but like there's just something about you the need way to I'm shaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you t- definitely t- rock t- a corset in. very well. Yeah, huh? I just I think I, I'm not saying that I'm not going to like corset train or anything like that. I don't I'm not trying to make it make my way I think you should bind your feet a little bit oh I've done that for years why do you think I wear these baby shoes Had been binding that'd my be feet incredible. for years. Dude, the, I mean, the mental image of you lifting your foot up and it's just a little, <laughs> a little tiny, tiny baby shoe is the funniest fucking shit ever to me. Also, dog. the idea that Holden and I just spent you know two months with you and we like didn't notice that your feet were getting smaller <laughs> right. and smaller. You had just these tiny little feet. <laughs>
<laughs> you thought that you accidentally brought like Freddie's shoes with you and are like, those are mine, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you judge me? Oh, uh, the fire fest is great and I don't want to be a pirate because it doesn't like, I, I don't think that fits in with like my whole like, I don't like to be dirty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like cleanliness is the number one priority to a pirate. Yeah. But um, I will say, I am going to be going to the LA Ren Fest now. Oh Whoa. my God. It just, this this is a slippery slope, Jackie. Yeah. I need to get this off my chest because I went to the Pirate Fest and part of me went back into bully middle school, like early high school version of me. And I was just like, oh God, I can't believe I'm doing yeah, I this. Yeah, love- Jackie was trying to like be like, oh, Pirate Fest, right? Everybody in chat and myself was like, sounds great. <laughs> I would love to go to Pirate Fest. You know what I mean? And she's just like, oh, I don't know, Pirate Fest. You know, I guess I look real lame, right, guys? Somebody want to pants me over here? We're like, no, it genuinely sounds like fun. Can I go to Pirate Fest? You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, yeah. I've never like dressed up at a Ren Fair. Like I've been to one Ren Fair once and now I'm worried because it was like, oh, this is why, this is why all the theater kids love it and why all the musical theater kids love it because it's like they're singing and you're dressing up and yeah. and you're pretending to be somebody else and it's just so much fun yeah. and then you know you start kissing you've got horns on I I don't know what's going on yeah. no this is going to become your lifestyle now yeah. I'm this out of your home you are like you're two small steps away from being like a full Ren Faire person you're so close to it and it's so fun to see I mean wow you've really come a long way Jackie you, you played a D&D style tabletop game we're preparing to be ago. doing a, a D&D stream here pretty soon over with Dr. Jordan, who uh, it's going to be sex themed. Oh, wow. And um, her partner is working uh, uh, working on it right now. And so who have I become? I've be- I used to make merciless fun of Henry, but also that's because he wouldn't allow me to join his D&D games. Right. <laughs> so maybe it had a little bit of something to do with that. But Dr. Jordan, who I do talk and sex with on Tuesdays over on my Twitch channel, um, I met up with her because she is a sex therapist in Las Vegas. So I went to Vegas for this pirate fest and we're going to start trying to make more content together, trying to... we might get pelvic exams together. Interesting. Wow. I feel like I'm like, I don't know how I feel. Not, I don't think in the same room. Right. <laughs> I think it's that not we like are. a couple's massage. <laughs> and we're holding hands and we're going, ooh. There's like that where music the fingers, playing. Yes. That ambiguous, like, creek music playing. I would love to record music for instances just yeah, like that. I, you know, it just made me realize like there's so much of that shit and it's just what so whatever and people get probably paid thousands upon thousands of dollars to just make a little ding dong like, it's just like it's just nonsense it's just stupid and yeah. they get paid so we gotta get into this racket this is a racket I love a good racket you wanna Man. make you wanna make the music that plays during a pelvic exam that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where all the money is MJ that's where the don't money you is. see yeah. we've been missing out on this money for our entire adult experiences yeah we've gotta create you know experience is the right word we've gotta create experiences for people while they're getting their shit fucking ripped out of them wherever they do during these <laughs> stupid ass exams. I don't know, because I'm a dude. Oh, fart, fart, fart. Let us remember Piss. that last week you expressed some anxiety about your uh, upcoming prostate exam. So, you know, you'll get to experience 
something similar. Some so, level yeah. of uncomfort, but you're going to be fine. But I understand your anxiety. But do you understand the anxiety that Goop is undergoing right now on trial? I've never, this is the widest trial <laughs> People to say, ever take place. I cannot believe how it just keeps giving. It's a giving tree of a trial as it well. Is. It just keeps giving. Yeah. When Holden and I are forced to sing any kind of rap song on Fridays, people say it's the widest thing that they've ever seen but i think i dare say this is at least 300 percent wider it's so funny and it's i love every little detail that comes out i mean obviously you see headlines like the victim is claiming he can no longer enjoy wine, wine tasting the way he used to which to and, be fair it was a long list of things he can't enjoy and wine sure, like was his, one of them. like uh, his family his entire family <laughs> i don't know what is going on with this guy because like I don't, you get hit once and all of a sudden you just become like a horrible father? I don't, what is what is this? It is I I can't tell if he's a if he's a Gwyneth Paltrow chaser, you know, if this is all totally trumped. I don't know who to sympathize with. I'm actually trying to figure it the out. The thing at the end of the day he has to have had the broken ribs. Let's first of all, let's go back to what is what is this let's trial? Yeah, if you, if you've seen like blips about this trial, let me clarify for you. So, essentially this dude, Dr. Terry Sanders got in a ski crash with Gwyneth Paltrow in 2016. He is now suing her for $300,000 for damages to himself. Also, the wine tastings that he can't. I know there's other things, <laughs> but also I love that the headlines have to choose that he doesn't enjoy his wine tasting. <laughs> it's great because it does give you to. an idea of like, yes, Gwyneth Paltrow, richest, most annoying person you could picture. And, and that headline just gives you a little idea. This is also a very rich and annoying person. Yeah. Yes, and so Gwyneth Paltrow is countersuing him for $1, and she is citing that he crashed into her when Dr. Terry Sanderson says that she crashed into him. Right. So there is a huge, and it is two completely different stories. It's not like, oh, there's just a little bit like, oh, I guess I could see that happening. They both have absolute opposite talkings about what is going on here. And... He does seem to be almost as insufferable as she is. I watched too much because you can see so much of this trial. And I've been watching Dude, so much of this trial. I think it? the craziest oh, part I to me is because I saw a super cut of the prosecuting attorney just loving, loving. goop. It is the most unprofessional display of of trialing, of lawyering, I think I've ever seen it. Are you life. talking about when um, the plaintiff's lawyer asked, "May I ask how tall you are?" to Gwyneth Paltrow, and she says, "I'm just under five ten. The lawyer says, "I'm so jealous." <laughs> Paltrow says, "I think I'm shrinking, though." The lawyer says, "I have to wear four inch heels just to make it to five five. Paltrow says, "Well, they are very They're nice. nice heels. <laughs> They're nice heels." There's so much of that open flirting in the courtroom. If I was this old man, I would be fucking furious with my attorney. I would I think I would have fired her after the first day talking to So I saw an like interesting that. thread about this uh from a lawyer and I don't okay. I have not been following the trial closely enough like I said I feel like my instincts are like is this person suing Gwyneth Paltrow because he thinks he could get a big payday from it. Sure seems possible. Also seems but possible. But he's also that, very rich. I'll uh -huh. throw that out there. Uh -huh. He's okay. also very which, rich. Yeah, well, which yeah, doesn't, I don't know. Whatever ski, ski resort yeah. rich people go to. Yes. Like, there's no, 
Goop is not going to go to like a normie ski resort. He's going to go to like an absurdly expensive ski resort. Yeah, right. I, I I don't know enough about the specifics of the trial about who to sympathize with. It's totally possible that that no one. Yeah, right. They're all they're all <laughs> annoying. But I did see an interesting thread that's basically about it was from a public defender uh, saying that this is not necessarily a bad cross exam and may actually be a very good one. Um, ah. And kind of basically she explains that. That the um in this and I'm sure a lot of people have probably seen the supercut where she's just totally fawning over Gwyneth Paltrow. That of course with in a courtroom it's like theater and sometimes your job as a lawyer is to disarm the witness, you know, to make them let their guard down, um, you know, make them laugh, uh, get them to commit to certain answers. And so this thread from some their Twitter handle is uh, a little leader, a little leader to the public defender. But anyway, explains kind of some of the theatrics of what sometimes okay. lawyers might want to do. Okay. And that maybe disarming Gwyneth Paltrow in this case might, uh, you know, might have been a tactical move. But I asked Gideon about it last night. He said he hasn't been following it at all. But he was like, to me, it just looks like a person who literally is fangirling over Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. I think mean, that's the problem <laughs> is the power dynamic. If, if it was just some any person random person on trial right it would be one thing but the fact that it's goop and all the things that come with that and then the way she's acting towards her and come on we gotta talk about the t-swift thing oh of course yeah. because so here's the thing you guys remember back in the day that taylor swift also did a counter suit and i believe that was for the paparazzi grabbing her yes. ass yeah and she did a counter suit on the because the yeah she got sued for the guy's career being ruined and uh, <laughs> and then she countersued and won and got a dollar, a, a symbolic dollar. So, and like someone posted, there's pictures of T Swift with Gwyneth Paltrow at like events, like for pictures and stuff. Like they're clearly like, I mean, I, and I do actually in in hindsight, I realize like again, you're thinking about it tactically. Like she's not just like wanting to find out whether or not Goop is friends with T Swift because she's also like a T Swift fan, which is definitely how it comes off. But I think she's trying to say, this woman lies. Right. See, right. she's lying right now. Right. But still, it is so funny because she goes in so hard on whether or not she's friends with Taylor Swift. And it is so funny. She's like, "Are you, would you consider yourself friends? And she's like, I wouldn't consider ourselves close friends. And she's like, did you like, she, she's like, I took my kids to a concert once. And it is really fun to watch. It's it a so like, funny. Because the other lawyer is objecting and the judge and. Gwyneth Paltrow obviously has no idea what to do and she has this like Gwyneth Paltrow has such a like smirk you know she's just like she really does that's her whole thing though right her whole thing is her whole thing I think you know how I say I always get annoyed at people who like first fall in love with someone and then they show up to, to the next friend hang and they're acting all weird and they're like I've got the secret yeah, I've got the secret to life and you don't know it. It's love. And I found love in a way no one's found love. And you're like, bitch, we've all found fucking love before like that. All right. <laughs> you're just in the haze of it. Uh, and that's like, I feel like what she does, but in life in general. And the secret is her her head so far up her own ass. Yes. That it's not even funny. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, I mean, even the lawyer said to Gwyneth Paltrow, you're small but mighty. Actually, you're not that small. <laughs> Can you so imagine weird. someone just saying that to you just anyway? Right. Just the fact, actually, you're not that small. Hmm. It's, it's... <laughs> and also, if someone called me small but mighty, which I am, yes, thank you. <laughs> but Tiny and mighty, you know, I always say it about you. Everybody. I mean, look at my feet. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it as a reveal. As if, <laughs> I, because I know that I'm doing this and no one can see yeah, she's me doing it. Yeah, she really is lifting her whole foot up. Like to sell the bit. And it, it's working because, you know, it, we're, we're, it helps us. For sure. <laughs> I, I, this watching her fits and watching just the look on her face throughout this trial has been, and I hate to say this, maybe it's just because of the years of us being plagued by goop and just mm-hmm. the idea of goop and her yoni eggs that they still sell on goop. There's just something <laughs> I just, I want, I, I want to watch every inch of her face. Yes. And just to watch, it's like, oh, is she going to react? I mean, she can barely react because talk about Frozen. And I'm not talking about, like, I don't even mean, like, injections or anything. I mean, she's just a very stone-faced woman. Yeah, that's the thing. She actually doesn't look like she's, like, you know, fillered into oblivion at all. She looks like, I think she's aging actually, like, pretty like um like amazingly for a, like she looks like she's 50 you know and she looks like she's you know aging she looks great she looks yeah, you got frozen like in my sex life sense yeah like yeah, yeah. right right like, right, like, right, right, spirit, right like as a person <laughs> like how is, frozen holden is frozen. <laughs> yeah. sexually yeah yeah, yeah. totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Bed, but like for life yeah yeah like, yeah she... i'm just i'm just banging away going let it go let it go do you want to build a snowman she's like no not here, not during sex. You know what I mean? That song's inappropriate. <laughs> it is funny that her, um, when she first originally said, so what she's claiming is that he hit her and that the skis went between her skis <laughs> and hit her in the back. And so she said, I was skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart. And there was a body pressing against me. <laughs> and there was a very strange grunting noise. Not like rape. My brain was just trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought is this a practical joke is someone like doing something perverted (laughs) this is really really strange so that is also her quote that has gone viral describes getting bumped into that does i've gone skiing that i can't even picture this happening yeah the problem is especially if there's all this money in the lawyers and stuff they're all being trained like dogs to play up their side as heavily as possible that's why he's like my family won't talk to me anymore because I hit this woman on skis well it's also (laughs) at the same time this dude because again I watched too much of this they also like 
went into real hard on uh, Terry Sanderson's daughter because I guess they had he had like a really rough divorce from his wife. And in the divorce proceedings, her sisters said that he was verbally abusive and had anger issues. And then they asked the daughter, like, so does he have anger issues? Like, would you say that he and then at one point that Goop's Goop's lawyer says, do you think that your father is anal retentive? And the woman is just like, anal retentive. I mean, like, what does even that mean? And at one point, the lawyer goes, I mean, anal, it does sound like that. But no, anal retentive. I, I mean, I don't have the definition, but what? no, what anal is, retentive. What is going on? Into the courthouse. Like, <laughs> what is happening? Is, this is it's so weird. I thought, aren't, these ri- aren't these rich people? Like, that's the thing. That's why you don't expect this kind of stuff. Because you're like, aren't these like the best lawyers money can fucking buy? Yeah, right? you think like, it would be not that every single thing that came out of their mouth wouldn't be a giant mess, but perhaps this shows that it's also, all a mess. There's that master cut of the goop attorney also just having such a hard time like walking the court through what happened. He's just talking like a man with dementia or something. Like it's or so is bizarre. it possible? And I, I honestly <laughs> don't know this because I don't really watch trials very often. Right. But I have seen a lot of Law and Order SVU. Yeah. So I don't know if like everything I know about a trial is from Law and Order, and that's why I'm like, this isn't. It's like they haven't even been on the trial. It's like they've never even before. watched Law and Order before. <laughs> yes. So I also don't know which level of that in my head of like, work on your lines, damn it. But um, I love the idea that it's like Gideon or somebody would be like, yeah, that's what we do. We pretend on purpose to look and sound like idiots <laughs> so that we can, you know what I mean? Like, so we can sway the, you know, I or mean, something. trial like, lawyers will tell you fascinating stories, right? right and like, right. you know, stories about and it is theater. It's totally yeah. the and there and like there is a like I have found it really fascinating and fun to learn about like you're right. A, 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 a trial lawyer might look like a bumbling person who doesn't remember the facts when they're questioning a witness, but really they uh-huh. they know that they're getting the witness to perjure themselves or whatever, you know, like it is, it is like a really fascinating thing. And I feel like, I mean, just the little tiny bit that I know about civil suits is that they're really like long and draining and especially like any traumatic brain injury stuff. It's just like your, your whole life gets put through the, the ringer. And right. I mean, I've, I've really only, I mean, Gideon obviously is usually representing people who've been beaten up by the police, like not, uh, <laughs> This, right, but right. yes, but yeah. It's just like, why would you? I would love to see Gideon in a trial like this, just being like, "Can you all just fucking get over it? I mean, there's real <laughs> shit going on out there. There's like men being stabbed in the street by men in, you know, uniform. What are we doing here? But it's like, if you are Terry Sanderson and you're just trying to like, you know, a gold dig, ambulance chase, whatever, Gwyneth Paltrow, like. You now have your entire like history as a father being poured uh-huh. through. You know, people like you. You really want your children to be on the stand, being like, "Well, he was like erratic and angry before he got hit with the skis, but then he became more erratic and angry <laughs> after." Yeah, you know, it's so just like, hard to prove so, any of that. Yeah, like really, and it doesn't mean that like TBI stuff isn't like real and like and but like to, the 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 fact that this is like about TBI, but what's at question is like whether this man became like meaner. And 
like more out of it after Gwyneth Paltrow crashed into him on skis. It's just like this is a mess. This is like a it's, so it's like a crazy. It's, it's like a slapstick, like a night. It's truly like Buster Keaton style slapstick courtroom adventure. And everything I'm hearing about it is just the funniest shit. Like, and it's not like. I feel like, you know, the whole thing about the justice system is it's not like it's inherently flawed. There's never like a good uh, trial, although this is civil court. So maybe it's total. It's, it's, it's different than criminal court. But it's just so funny to watch to have a trial like this played out where it's like the icon of like excess yeah. wealth and annoying fame and then just like a really, really rich person. And they're arguing about a really specific ski accident. It yeah, is fancy ski a trip. Very accident. fancy ski accident. And I mean, everything she's wearing too—the like white turtleneck sweater and the Dahmer glasses—is like such a crazy choice to look the again like the whitest, richest shithead you could possibly look like while also on this trial. And and we just learned last week that she's like shooting ozone into her ass and not eating all day, you know? So it's like... Because of this crazy guy that Jackie taught me about this week. This fucking nutbag. Oh, you mean Dr. Cole? Yeah, this snake oil salesman, Yeah, the salesman, coffee man. enema guy. Maybe this is why John Pusak is doing his coffee enemas. Maybe they got the same doctor. I hate guys like these and I don't see how people Oh, you mean see- functional medicine practitioners? <laughs> even though he's called Dr. Yeah. Cole, who is not a not medical doctor. doctor. Yeah, not doctor. And I love <laughs> that he's also, uh, but he did get like his certifi- certificate in all pseudosciences, fucking like nutrition and fucking chiropractor. That's like oh, one of his things. Yeah. This uh, is just, just where everyone knows. Flags everywhere around this guy. This is the dude that Gwyneth Paltrow was talking to when she did the interview about the bone broth and everything that we so talked about last week. So she was being week. interviewed by her own doctor? Correct. Yes. And that's a big problem, Quote obviously. Quote, doctor, yes. Yeah. yeah, but he's not. A, don't worry, MJ, because he's not actually a doctor. Yeah. He just calls himself a doctor, which I, th- I feel like should be illegal. By her I genuinely own, think that should I be illegal. I guess he is a doctor of chiropractic. That's not a so thing. So he has a PhD. That's not real. Chiropractor is not a real uh, uh, medical. Do you not need to have a PhD to be a chiropractor? There, well, no, he must no, no, have no. Chiropractor a... school is its own separate Whoa. thing because it's not real. Chiropractor is a, I know people, pro- who knows, people swear by it, but it is a pseudoscience. It is not, it is not actually a part of like the real medical practices that we all understand yeah, and know and love. chiropractic degree is not not a doctor. No, wow. of course not. That's the whole thing. That's why it's bullshit. That's why Learn people hate chiropractors and what they do because they're it's not a real and I get it. Some people swear by it and whatever and and do your thing, live your life. Yes. Whatever you want to do. But uh it is not a, a, a actual, you know, talk to any real doctor. Uh, and they will be like, don't do that. Yeah, but you could also buy $724 toxin tests for at-home use from Dr. Cole. But you're forgetting, Don't yeah. you need to test? Don't you want to test for your toxins for $724? And the best well, way I already know I have a lot of toxins in there, okay? I can keep my money <laughs> I and I tell you my toxins I know, are by high. the way, you want to you study how bullshit somebody is? Just see if they say the word toxins yeah. when it comes to uh, like whatever schlock they're trying to sell you. If they say that word, <laughs> get out. Run. Yeah, or $197 a bottle gut 
supplements. Yeah, yeah, for the gut biome. You don't need it. And I love how this guy's so outspoken about how like money grabbing, like real medical practices are. And then he turns around and sells for seven hundred dollars some snake oil. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate this guy. I hate everything <laughs> about him. I hate the way he looks because he looks like he's like young and like you know what I mean. You know, he just charm schools his way into every. Although he looks situation. like a John C. Riley character, though, doesn't he? Like he yeah. kind of does. <laughs> he just like. I kept looking at him during the Goop interview from last week and being like, who is this fucking guy? Because he's like smiling at her and nodding. Yeah. And I was like, what I- What podcast is this? What interview is this? And the fact that it's her own doctor being like, tell us about your nutrition, tell the us about your daily yeah. calorie intake. Yeah, the way you're starving yourself to, you know, uh, have like a rail thin body that's completely unnecessary, by the way. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I hate this guy. I hate everything about him. Oh, dude, imagine being that hungry when you are on cross examination in a oh, civil suit in a courtroom. Like I, I was hungry yesterday, and I was a monster for most of the days, and not in a fun, sexy horns way. <laughs> I was a bad monster. But you yesterday. did wear your horns at least, and that oh, was yeah. Helpful. And I was going. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff understood I was having monster time. But if we want to talk about things that are also completely unnecessary and ridiculous, it would be remiss not to bring up that Northwest, yes, the nine-year-old from Kim Kardashian and Ye West, is starting her own skincare line. She's nine years <laughs> old. Yeah. I think, can I just, little tiny Nepo skincare babies, soapbox, right? just ti- the tiniest little soapbox of like, that you're going to. Uh, it's going to uh, be tiny because your feet are tiny. Because my feet are so small. So I don't need much <laughs> to get me up. Very difficult for me By the way, she there. is standing on a Lego brick right now. It is unbelievable. <laughs> Do you see him? <laughs> I cannot believe it. It's a single Lego brick. One of the it's an, it's an eight prong brick. If they are make if they like if this is skincare product, and I'm not saying yes, all like all, everyone with skin should wear SPF. It doesn't matter your age or yes. things that like this that you moisturize kids. I understand that, and I'm not saying that, but I think that putting out specifically from a child entrepreneur, yeah, skincare that is geared. I'm assuming it would be geared. I mean, it would. I think it would be weird if it was geared toward adults. But isn't that just <laughs> going to give another fucking like problem in the brain of children of like oh I also have to take care of my skin How dare I also you? have yeah. to do my skincare like th- th- in the same way that I feel like it's just as rough putting a nine year old on a diet I don't want my nine year old having to work like yes we put on our SPF in the morning that's great I think that's good to get into that habit but other than that if you're like what is it going to be retinol I mean this is the thing <laughs> I thought about this a lot too and I'm I mad. I'm mad about the skincare line <laughs> I. I like I want to give especially because she's a kid like I want to give Northwest the benefit of the doubt I don't want to give the Kardashian family the benefit of the doubt in terms of them having the best interest like Kim Kardashian seems like a like devoted and loving parent so I don't I don't want to like judge her parenting from a distance it just as a business I don't trust that family's as a business to necessarily uh I don't think that children should be involved in the business of being famous. I don't think that, like, it's uh, inherently good to, like, involve them in the business of becoming an entrepreneur. Like, yeah, being like a boss business girl, whatever, like, helping kids and girls to feel like they can be, 
you know, powerful and business. I don't know. I've always like th- thought that the whole like you could be an entrepreneur thing is like really like, is that what we want everybody to be? But fine. Let's say we do want that. Like, right. Na- nowadays, if- yes. The culture is, especially with social media and everything like that, the whole concept is you don't even have to leave your house. Yes. And you, you can, can be this be badass business person, entrepreneur, mover, yeah. shaker that that has all these plates spinning at once. That's the current shitty yeah. American ideal. And guess what? Yes. It can start at nine. You yeah, don't even have to thing. be I, you don't, you illegal have to a job. Wait, when you, you should not have a job when you're nine. And, uh, and the only, like, I think the counterpoint is tween girls, um, first of all, from a business perspective, are obviously a huge demographic of like, what can we get them to pay us for and exploit totally. their fears and exploit their insecurities. And so that part is all bad. The 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 maybe pro side of this is like, yeah, tween girls are going to start to be thinking about, I mean, I started thinking about my skin and agonizing about it by the time I was 11 or 12, you know, because of zits. And so you start to think about your skin. So having a tween girl skincare, like, product line seems like it makes sense to me it's everything especially else. good stuff because i feel like we used to have the stuff that just crazy dried oh, up yeah, your skin just, and then mm-hmm. your skin was just clean like and clear and under control and all the yes, oils and it was sucked from your so skin dry yes you are you're right about that and i am aware of the fact that northwest like does a lot of her own like skincare like routines on TikTok, that's, and so she's kind of known for that's that. That's what's stuff. depressing me right now. But that's is that really she does what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It makes so she, me sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because there's no. I don't think a nine year old needs to be spending thirty minutes to an hour a day yeah. with a skincare with routine. skincare. And, routine. and that's and it's again, if you if it's a hobby and it's an interest of yours, great. And that's her interest. That's, that's great. great. And if you love, you know, if little kids get into makeup, like my kids are totally going to be makeup kid already are makeup kids. Like when I let them play with my makeup, but will totally be like watching. YouTube tutorials about how to do makeup as soon as I like let them. And so all yes. of that's fine. Interests fine. But I don't know. There was a great um long read that came out this past week about the children of influencers who have been used like when the kid is the content, you know? Um yeah, yeah, and yeah. kids being like I have horrific anxiety. We should also check anxiety. out the Spun series on this because Spun did a great series on like family influencers and what how, what they also put their Also check out the Sunday stream Winnie's World. <laughs> We're going to be getting up in there. We're going to have Winnie just doing three to four hours of content. It's going to be so good for you guys. I can't wait to see her be put to work. Yes. And teeth learning words. Put it's going to be great. Work. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And it's it's this is another thing where it's tough because there's no real easy there's no pure moral path right like maybe keeping your kid completely off 
all social media ever is the most moral path. Like, but, but how just, difficult is that? Can yeah. you imagine going up against that every single day? It's very yeah. difficult. And you know, I at, we at first weren't going to share any pictures, and then we decided we were. But then we decided we weren't. And it's like, but during the pandemic, I was like, well, I just like I love these kids, and I want like other people to know they exist. And and so sometimes I share pictures of them, and you know, but sure. and I, but like in terms of specifically being like you, a child, have to create content. Like that is a job. Especially if you're Northwest. Oh God, like, yeah. There's, oh, it's, of there's, we can't be like, oh, this is just a hobby for her. She's Northwest. Her entire family is run like a business. She's obviously yeah. like, there's just, it's just impossible for me to sort out this news from all of the potentially coercive dynamics that might be shaping this nine-year-old's decisions. And I just don't think that any nine-year-old should have that amount of pressure or that amount of attention, um, and and that amount of like, you know. Power, like kids, little kids, shouldn't have that much power. Yeah, it sounds like a real it's scary for them. Jeanette McCurdy exactly. in the making here, yes. and I, you know, and I think a lot of that too is uh, the where it gets muddy with all this stuff is the, you know, the, of all kids, they just want to make mama happy, that, and right. they want to make, yes. and, and so yes. you know when when. She was like, I want to do a skincare line. Yes. Kim was like, fuck, yes, yes. that is my shit. Yes. This is all oh my God. Yes. This is the best thing ever. There's no way she's not going like, are you sure? Because I don't, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'd be I shocked think exactly to, to right. find out that she was yes. very like, I don't know if this is a good idea for you. And she was the one being like, mama, please put me on the market. And, and please. And she was like, no, no, no. And then finally Northwest was like, come on, mama, please. You know what I mean? I just doubt that's the scenario. I remember the other thing that I we, I wanted to ask you guys about. Did you see the Sophia Coppola's kid TikTok? No. no. Oh, my God. All right. So this is perfect. So Sophia Coppola's kid, who is a teenager, made a TikTok last week that went very, very viral. And she was talking about how she was grounded. And so she was like, make a, vo- a, a vodka sauce with me because I'm oh, at home and grounded. I, I saw little clips of this, yes. but I didn't really get it. Yeah. So please explain. So she makes this hilarious TikTok. That, so it's, it's oh my God, everything about this story is really fun for because she phones Sophia Coppola's daughter and she just happens to have made like the perfect TikTok. So everyone's like, you are like a, this, this teen is like a gifted filmmaker, <laughs> but it's just her as a teen complaining about being grounded while also throwing her parents under the bus, <laughs> like really in a wonderful way. She's like, she says, my parents don't let me have any public social media accounts because they don't want me to be a Nepo baby. So this doing this TikTok is like the ultimate act of rebellion against uh-huh. them. And it's just she's just she and she she holds up a shallot and she says, I don't know how to chop an onion. I've never chopped an onion. This doesn't look like an onion. This looks like the inside of a ball sack, I think she says. And uh and then she like points to this random guy who's in the background who's cleaning and she's like, that's my babysitter's boyfriend because my parents are never home and they feel guilty. So I have a babysitter. And it is just so funny. It is like truly like a, in her own words from the child of really famous people. But it was so interesting to me to hear her be like, my parents don't let me have public socials because they don't want me to be like a picture of a nepotism baby. And then she did this one video and everyone was just like, we'll Loved die for you. It. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves it. But love it. In terms of handing it to Sofia Coppola, I think that at least I mean, this kid is now clearly old enough to make her own decisions, but I feel like having your policy be like, listen, you deserve to have a childhood, and then when you 
are old enough to understand the weight behind making decisions around being a public figure to the extent that you can understand those decisions as a teenager. Like, yeah, you can make those decisions, but not. But but I think that it makes sense to make a decision for a four year old or a five year old or even an eight year old or whatever to be like, this is something that I trust. Like, I trust you as a person as a kid, but I don't trust you with understanding the weight of being a public figure online. And I feel like Northwest is nine. And I just don't think that any child should have this much weight on them, even no. if it's coming from her, even if she's saying, mommy, this is an interest of mine, because you're, you're right, Holden, there's an inherent coercion in it. Uh, always, especially when it, with a skincare line and your Kim Kardashian, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just immediately an issue, I think, or immediately something that Kim Kardashian is going to have a hard time being like poker faced about, you know what I mean? And so I doubt that that's going on. The whole it's I it makes me so sad. I feel like I'm very much like a Holden Caulfield, a catcher in the rye scenario of like I don't want. I feel sad when kids have to grow up too early and yeah. they don't en- fully enjoy their childhood for what it is because it really is special and you only get it once and you get to be an adult for the rest of your life and it kind of low key sucks well, in comparison. So how do you feel about kids that their names are changed to just a question mark? Like, do you think that that changes? Do you think that that will like, like be a problem in their life or anything? Yes. yes you're I'm talking about this about is Grimes. Grimes has changed her and Elon Musk's daughter's name um, just for curiosity to a question mark. Yeah. And um, it is, they call her why. Honestly, it's going to be the least of this family's problems. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be this is... by far the least of this family's problems. And part of me is just like, well, obviously, this is just like a weird stunt thing. But also, like, why though? Because she's not with Elon anymore. So it's not like she's trying to, like, take any kind of attention away from him. It is, uh, I, I don't, I don't personally understand why, why. Would yeah, it's real who's on first it. situation. It is how he was on first. You've what it's used why outside of the context of the kid's name, and I'm immediately confused. How do you like what's going to happen when the child no, her is name's a toddler? Not how, it's why, why, Jackie. Why is going to happen? <laughs> When she's a toddler and she just goes like, why, why, why? I, know, I was going to say, this is the one of why? those names where you're like, when she's a baby and you're like, I just embrace curiosity. And then right. when she's asking the question why all the time, so a few years later and you're just like, can you just please be quiet? Right. Just please stop. Stop be it. quiet. <sighs> I agree with Tamp MJ though. It's the least of this family, of this child's issues, future issues. Man, talk about a skin. She's going to, this, this kid's going to be like, I have a new care beauty care product. It rips the flesh off the bone. <laughs> like what? Yes, it makes a skinless man. She turns into a cenobite. Yeah, although yeah. that would be pretty fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> she turns into the cheat cha- teeth chattering one. Yeah, totally. And also speaking of families that they got more problems than one, provider Nick Cannon clarifies <laughs> he doesn't give kids moms monthly allowance, but if they want any. Anything, they just have to ask, ask for Nick. it. Hey, and I'm sorry, Nick. talk about coercion, but it's very different to be like, yeah, I've got money. Just ask me for it. Yeah, it's such than a to be like, Yeah, here's thing. money. Yeah, it's... yeah, like, of course there's coercion. Just ask me. Okay, so every decision I make financially has to go through you? Yeah, this is I... actually, like, really fucked up. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm asking you right now. I need a million dollars a month. You know, or whatever it is, whatever you want to get out of them. I'm sure it's not that. I need 10 grand a month. Yeah, I need to have a That's regular. That's my ask. 
That's what I need support. from you every single month. Right. Because I have this kid yeah. and you're rich. Yes. And all you do is impregnate people. And the one thing I can get out of it is a bunch of money to take care of this kid. Because I'm definitely not going to have the presence of you. Yeah. So involved. now I just have to come to you when I have a need. Okay, I'm raising a child. Yeah. There's going to be a need. I need a, a lot. 10K a month yes. from your whole ass. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Maybe. At least. Yes. The fact that it's like, you just have to ask me. I actually like hate this. It's so telling of what kind of a person he is. It's so telling. Yeah, I mean, this was the economic model for families, the, uh, the, right? Yeah. When, when our grandparents were, it was like, oh, well, the, the you know, the mom has to, the, the, the wife has to just go ask for money. And like, there is, it is an inherently oppressive, inherently coercive economic model yes. within a family. Yeah, At least yeah. he has one baby mama that doesn't need any of that, and that's Mariah Carey. That's yeah, true. So Mariah Carey doesn't need no. any of his No shit. issues there. Although I do wonder that just out of spite, do you think that she still gets child support? I would if I was Mariah right? Carey. I don't care. I mean, sure, just talk about yeah. suing Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, what? What's is it really worth the money? But if you are Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, you're just like furious. I know. Wouldn't it, Cannon, wouldn't it also be, like, be give me the give money? Me the it would money. also be pretty nice to be rich enough to like not have to deal with someone. You know what I yeah, mean? I think ex, I think you'd yeah. ra- at that point it's so exhausting. It's like you know what? I just don't have to talk to this guy. Yeah, and that's what I'm paying for essentially to yeah. not yeah. ever have to communicate with this guy. Uh, Whereas these other poor ladies do have to do that, apparently. And they have to every time be like, I mean, at that point, I'd be like, all right, cool. Just throw me $10 million and I'll literally never ask you for anything again. Just fucking fine. Then just give me that and we're done. Like, I, what an obnoxious situation. I just hate this guy. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I this, this makes me hate him more than the fathering of all the kids. Man, yes. a lot of key, a lot of yeah. shitty kid A lot of weird family shit. stuff going on today. What in the world? And then there's stuff? goop. Don't worry, there's always goop. But don't worry, there's also always you hitting me with the share. <gasps> Do, Do you believe it? Did Orville Peck and Diplo be banging? I'm so excited about this one. I saw this one in the email. I have oh, to, someone's taking little peeks at my conspiracies. I peeked ahead. I'm thrilled about this conspiracy also, I will say shout outs to the person who wrote in and said they had a really like gross concert experience with Diplo. Yeah. I, I don't think Diplo's actually a decent person. And oh, there's really? always blinds about potential allegations hitting that it will hit Diplo eventually. Oh, and really? if that is the case, that is the case. So I'm not like Diplo's so cool no, in no, this, no. but this is a fun conspiracy th- uh, theory. And until those allegations, hey, we got to get these in now before the allegations, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. So we could be like, I didn't know. What? What time was it? That was March 2023. Type in Diplo Badman, (laughs) and then you'll find out. (laughs) So this one comes in from Brittany who says, hey, guys, I'm not sure if this would be considered full conspiracy territory. It is. Or just truly verifiable tea. So please use as you see fit. It is such a good conspiracy theory because it's all about like hidden messages and songs. Ooh, um, that's my uh, favorite kind. I yes. love that stuff. Like subtle little messages like, ooh, we fucked, we fucked, we fucked each other. Uh, I was listening to Orville Peck yesterday and stumbled upon this Reddit thread speculating that his song Daytona Sand is about Whoa. a past romance with none other than Diplo. Whoa, and it's such a good song. It's such a, oh. my favorite Orville Peck song. Yeah. I wasn't too familiar with Diplo's background or their history, so all of this was news to me and now seems to be so blatantly obvious. There's no way it's not about him. I was listening to your pod on my drive to work today and began 
shouting to no one about Daytona Sand when the <laughs> Diplo discussion came up, so I just had to share. And I 1,000% concur with Jackie. Would watch that tape. Would watch that tape. From the Reddit <laughs> post, uh, there's, there's, there's a, there was a lot in the Reddit post. I tried to pare it down best I could. First of all, in all three courses, Orville refers to this person as Big Blonde. Rack them up, Big Blonde. Yeah. Hit the road, Big Blonde. Yeah. What you say, Big Blonde? Yeah. On November 10th, 2021, Diplo's birthday, Orville posted to his Instagram story a picture of him and Diplo eating sushi and a picture of them at the Grammys with the captions, Happy birthday, Big Blonde. Oh, I'm like already at that point in the meme with the wrestling guy when he's like, ah, you know, I'm already that and we're on the first yes. one. So that's the first thing that made me wonder. The poster then speculates that Daytona Sand, it's a reference, of course, to Daytona Beach in Florida and Diplo's first album was called Florida and does a lot of work there. Pretty loose, but we'll take it. Okay. And the song, Orville sings, Take Me Home to Mississippi, but he is not from there. However, Diplo is from Tupelo, Mississippi. And another thing is like, they tend to be like really well coordinated whenever they end up on like a red carpet together, fashion wise, like they're matchy and stuff. And they do a lot of events together and like photo shoots and stuff like that as well. That's the other like kind of big, broad piece of evidence. I think the biggest one is this big blonde like nod and yes, right? Yeah, the big the big blonde thing being like we know that is something he has called the blow, and then that is yeah. the refrain in Daytona Sand. And I don't know. I mean, the whole take me home to Mississippi, and he's not from Mississippi, but Diplo yeah. is. That right? is pretty convincing to me. And it's interesting, right? Because right? we were just talking last week about how Diplo is like, oh, I'm a little bit gay. But right. this would and suggest that he is like, you know, pretty gay. So it'd be a lot easier for him to be a little gay. If the man who's sucking him off is wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, oh, and he can't look at and it. He can't, he can't see him. him. Oh. He can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Love you all so much and can't wait to see you on tour soon. I get that Boston is scary, but Western Mass is always here to welcome you with a big hug and some great craft beer. God, I hope I can taste some of that great craft beer. Thank you, Brittany. What a great that was conspiracy great, for Brittany. the week. Thank you, Brittany. I Absolutely. love this. And of course, it is an excuse to listen to Daytona Sand immediately after this episode. <laughs> Dude. It's a great song. Oh, that was one other piece was uh, when Orville Peck, I think, put a post up being like, what's your favorite song of the album? Diplo responded with Daytona Sand. Whoa. Because it's about him. It's yeah, about I, mean, him. I guess it could just be about Orville Peck having a crush on Diplo, not necessarily uh, like having a relationship, right? Yes. True. But they kind of I can still something. dream about that. Yeah, they yeah. had like a lost in translation style romance of some, you know, he whispered something that the audience couldn't hear at the end, you know Ooh. what I mean? Yeah. But also oh, straight yeah. up, MJ, you got to listen to Kalahari down mm-hmm. on Bronco. This good one. The, the next one. That's my new favorite Orville Peck song. Good one. Really? Okay. It's, All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah. All right, I need to I need to expand my Orville Peck taste. Yes, get it. The, the, uh, the Bronco, the uh, the other album is is unbelievable, um, but it, it's also unbelievable that it's time for the list already. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you were also obsessed with it. Wow, what a turn! Yeah, I'm also obsessed with the list. Oh, oh. who's on the list? Jay, gotta, gotta have, have that list. list. 
respected figures with ridiculous beliefs and superstitions. Now, we know Taylor Swift yeah. loves the number 13 because she was born on the 13th. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. My first album went gold in 13 weeks. My first number one song had a 13-second intro. Every time I've won an award, I've been seated in either the 13th seat, the 13th row, the 13th section, or row M, which is the 13th letter. Wow, she's so good. But did you know that Heidi Klum, <laughs> the amazing, the great Heidi Klum, carries around a bag of her baby teeth? About uh. her creepy good luck charm, she said that she once lost it on a plane and told the flight attendant, I'm just looking for my teeth. I have to find it. It's not good luck if I leave them on the plane. This is wow. such a thing that somebody who's obsessed with Halloween would do. You know? Yes, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, very on brand for her. And also, we do know that Kesha has had interdimensional sexual experiences, <laughs> yes. and she is interested in that. But what about the fact that Star Jones... Clutch is her clutch. She believes that putting your purse or wallet on the ground is bad for your finances. You could lose money right away and even struggle with money for the rest of your life. Seems unhinged, Star Jones, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. But what about Pythagoras? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. Skip that one. Yeah, <laughs> no, Pythagorean's theorem. Pythagorean's yeah, I'm going to the routine. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem's namesake believed you could never eat fava beans because they give you gas and expelling gas took away the breath of life. <laughs> Man, that first fucking guy, I don't even want to use his triangle theory anymore. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Did you imagine every time you fart, you get sad? I like my farts. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the opposite for me. Yeah. Well, did you know that Chris Martin has to brush his teeth before he goes on stage? Otherwise, he doesn't feel smart enough. And I think that that is a um, lost in translation American uh, thing. That I Yeah, think. he must mean smart like fresh. Fresh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it does mean that he's not smart enough, I think that we have to have a conversation with Chris Martin. <laughs> yeah. But like. Bro, hey, on, man. think about yourself. You're better than that. You're always smart. You don't need to brush your teeth to be smart. I don't know. Maybe Goop gave him some weird ideas, you know? Now, I actually didn't know that Val Kilmer is a Christian scientist. Ah. So Val Kilmer is a Christian scientist. So when he was diagnosed with throat cancer, he refused any treatments, believing it was just an outward manifestation of a spiritual cold. Unable to pray it away, he needed a tracheotomy and a feeding tube. Thanks, Christian scientist. Good lord. This is suddenly yeah, extremely got really dark. dark. Let's go back to Pythagoras oh, yeah, no. and his dirty <laughs> about beans. And now you're getting some knowledge dropped on you. But what about Keith Richards' shepherd's pie? He requires a shepherd's pie at every Rolling Stones show, and they once delayed a show so he could eat it. A crew member once cut into the pie before him, and he threatened to cut him up and put him in the next pie. <laughs> This reminds Good me, though, Lord. of the show that we didn't have our bottle of tequila and we nearly lost yeah. our mind. You know, was yes. a, bit of a, a bit of a bit of a meltdown on that. I get it. There's, <laughs> there's it. a, a pre-show ritual. It's yeah, it's like yeah. it's our number 13, the tequila. You know, we've got to have it or the show it. will not go on or it will go on. But like someone's breasts will fall out of there. I guess it would just be Jackie's. Then yes, for and they're happen. falling out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're already close to falling yeah. out, so you got to be careful. Well, Lady Gaga <laughs> believes that promiscuity drains creativity. She said, I have this weird thing that if I sleep with someone, they're going to take my creativity from me through my vagina. Um, okay. Yeah. That's... 
Yeah, I mean, I can see, you know, boxers, they don't fuck before a fight. You know what I mean? You got to stay limber. You got to stay. And I mean, I have written some of my biggest hits out of pure horniness. You know, like, yeah. man, I just want to fuck somebody so bad. That was a huge hit on the radio for a couple years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody loves it. Everybody's just, screaming Just want to eat some pussy was another big hit. Also a great one. <laughs> I love it. Every single one of Lady Gaga's songs are just out about sexual frustration. Like, somebody plug this fucking hole before I murder a mailman. <laughs> it's like every one of her songs, like, yikes. Yeah, well, Colin Farrell has a lucky belt. The gift from his father is falling apart, but he spent over 3,000 pounds over the years on repairs and restorations. Wow. He once lost it and offered a 16,000 pound reward for its safe return. Man. And last but not least, we have Jessica Alba's spiritual handcuffs. Ugh. At her baby shower, she gave friends, including Kim Kardashian and Rashida Jones, leather prayer bracelets and said they weren't allowed to take them off until her daughter was born because their energy would protect her from harm. Oh my God, Ugh. this is the lady who's like bubble bath I buy for my kids. Maybe I should oh. not. Uh... No, I think her products are good though, right? Isn't products are good. Products she, are I think she, she may be a bit of a nightmare person in <laughs> person, but unless you're dealing with her on a daily basis, I think you'll be fine, MJ. Okay. I just feel like I would feel so trapped if I went to a baby shower and they're like, now put this on. And keep and it on. do not take it off. And by the way, a baby shower is months out. Yes. So, so we're not talking like months? a couple weeks. So they just had to wear this dumb bracelet for months. For months? I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That's Ugh. my list for you guys. All it's a right, good list. there's your list, and here's my being Nazi. Oh, wha oh wow! Glad <laughs> that it was Whoa. not what I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> wow, not fun the way I said that. Yes, so I, I think I'm going blind. I know. Oh, we, we can't, can't see him. That's right. Not seeing is believing. Isn't that interesting? It is. Santa. Well, Welcome to my forbidden court. Oh, you no. are now. Who are players. you night courting us? Are you doing a little yes. Akatar right yeah, now? Yeah, little Akatar situation. Check out our deep you dives, are, LPN deep dives, Akatar. You're horny fairies and you're dumb and annoying. No, we're not. <laughs> our babies, babies, get down. <laughs> Attack Holden! Together we attack him! Yes, yes, I'd love to see you all attack me, babies. I'd like to see that. All right, here we go. Uh, this A-list mostly movie actor is counting down the days until he can personally pitch an offspring to become the heir apparent of this worldwide religion. His spawn who apparently never talks to, but we'll get into that in Tom Cruise. Yes. Uh, but he already has kids. Yes, yeah. and who's his kid? And who he's he would bad be... dad to them. Yeah, he's bad With dad. Katie but... Holmes, yeah. Surrey Cruz. Surrey Cruz, that's right. Uh, apparently, he's he's so excited to make Surrey the new, like, their version of the even Antichrist. They don't even talk to there each other. It was just a story this week about yep. how he has no relationship with her. The Blind links to an article dubiously about how Tom hasn't been a part of Surrey's life for years and alleges this is due to Scientology's pressure to not associate with non-believers or suppressive people, as they yes. refer to it. Surrey is now 16 years old. I thought that was an interesting like follow-up link. I was like, doesn't that say the opposite of what this blind alleges? But still, maybe he still wishes to, to groom into submission uh, and create the next like miscavage or whatever it is. Also, can I just say 
she's 16 years old. MJ, do you That's remember? Crazy. I remember that doing making cover. jokes, and I remember talking about specifically how Katie Holmes had to bend over backwards. I don't know why I specifically remember in her pre-K class or her kindergarten class bringing cupcakes because there were so many allergies and like also Surrey Cruz has a lot of allergies <laughs> and I remember making jokes about that she's 16 years old yeah I, yeah I mean how I just, long have we been doing this show MJ we definitely have talked about like yeah baby Surrey on this show but yeah the magazine covered that like she's our what is the what was the even the headline it was just like she's our Surrey or whatever don't you remember it was just, yes I do back when Gross. magazine covers like ruled the discourse that it was just like Tom Cruise had a baby yes yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that it yeah, was very Oh like Jesus-y, you know. I yeah. think that's probably how he thinks of her. Totally. Uh, all right, here we go. I was surprised this was included, but at the same time, kind of not, because whatever, uh, in the main articles, apparently this former A-list rapper is in dire financial straits and sees no hope until he changes. So he started his redemption arc with a public apology. We shall see if it continues. I didn't want to talk about Ye today, all right? <laughs> oh, God. I wasn't in the fucking mood. I, knew that I was wasn't another. in the mood. <laughs> I wasn't in the mood to talk about Ye today, all right? changed my mind about yeah, I got Jeez. I got the whole quote. Ye posted on Instagram, uh, watching Joe Dale in 21 Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. No one should take uh. anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite knowing Jesus is Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. I just, <laughs> I oh, oh my God. Him. And all the hacky comedian jokes that we got after. Oh, Hitler had only seen Enter Jonah Hill movie title here was also yeah. a lot of fun to see yeah. over and over. You guys got to come up with new stuff because that is the that is such a quick bad hack joke to make off of this uh, or right for late night, whatever you want to do. But uh, man, what a it dumb, is what, it just, such a funny movie. It's such a great choice that it's 21 Jump Street. You know, it wasn't like a right. drama or right. like something. No, it wasn't, it wasn't even not. like the movies he's most known for, yeah. which I feel like would be like super bad or knocked up maybe or something like that. It was 21, which I'm going to throw it out there. 21 Jump Street is great. Uh, that movie with him and uh, what's his name? Uh, Magic them. Magic Mike, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's it really a, is. It's huh? a surprisingly really solid comedy action comedy. Enough to flick. make you not an anti semite. <laughs> you know, I already was not an anti semite, so I couldn't tell you. I definitely don't. I don't think a movie's ever changed my mind about a people, but I don't think I've ever had such an opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just love that it's not a like a. You know, you kind of expect this kind of tweet to come after, or this kind of post to come after, like why. Watching like a film about the Holocaust or something and being like, wow, right, I'm yes. so moved. I watched Schindler's List yeah, and, I... and I realized, you know, <laughs> but instead it's like I watched 21 Jump Street and Jonah Hill, I guess, is just so fun in it that I don't <laughs> yeah, hate yeah. He's very fun in Jewish it. He's really good. Anymore. There's a whole scene where he's like, because they have to pretend to be high school kids and they go to a high school party and get all fucked up at it. And that's a fun scene. <laughs> and I could see being like Kanye and watching that and being like, man, he's so fun to watch like be fake high and dance that I don't hate Jewish people anymore. <laughs> I just think it's Jesus. so absurd. It just gets more and just. more absurd as the days go. And, and so weirdly, you know, outside of if you can, which is impossible to do, if you can at all diverse the hate and the awful stuff going on behind it, 
so comical. So it's like, oh yeah, it's as if he's trying to be funny, but I know he's not. Right? He can't. Yeah, be. that it's no, so he's not funny, being funny. That, yeah, I know, but it is so sad that it's so funny. Like I yeah. said before, that clip of him being like, "I won't talk about the demographic of the of the doctor." And then a slight pause, and then he goes, "It's a Jewish doctor." Right, you know, right. It's just so. Or just yeah. like when, out, when he's on Alex Jones, uh, JoJo just goes, "I love Hitler." Like he <laughs> sings it like the Joker, and it's so crazy and, yes. and, fu- and funny, but not funny. It's if amazing. It, yeah, if it wasn't so incredibly harmful, like <laughs> yes, so and it's just so dangerous. upsetting. Yeah, that's almost so makes dangerous. It, yeah, that's what makes it so upsetting, though, because you're like, man, this is should be hilarious. Anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, shout outs uh, there, I guess. But anyway, did you just do shout outs to Yay? Is <laughs> no, that who the shout outs are? Jonah Hill. Shout out Jonah Hill. Bringing people together. Yeah, bringing people, bringing love into the Jewish people, bringing love into the world. God, I would love to see his response. I think he is totally turtled. I think he's completely turtled up on that. How do you even respond to that? I think it was, I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, but can you imagine like waking up on a weekend morning and, and having your publicist be like, OK, so here's what happened. Um, this is what Kanye said. Do you yeah. want to respond? And then having to decide, like, all right, what am I going to do here? And uh, it seems His that he has publicist. decided not to respond. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of redemption arcs, the lead singer for this color shade number has his PR team desperately trying to get him his redemption arc. It wouldn't shock me to have him go back on television to the job he vowed he would never return to. I got hung up on color, color shade. I know. That's a weird. What? Uh, he's the lead singer of a band, and the band's name is a color shade number. A color shade and then a number like pink okay, 21. Focus more on the Matchbox leads. Matchbox 20? No. Focus more. I mean, <laughs> similar My favorite color. More obnoxious, oh, less enjoyable. I love enjoyable. Rob Thomas right now, though. That would oh, be Oh, my fun. God. Yeah, the, the shitty version of that band and lead singer. The, like, really bad version of that. Uh, he got into a Worst lot of trouble. He hilariously got in a lot of trouble on social media for infidelity. We loved that it happened. It was oh, perfect. Oh, shit. Yes, Yes. Um, oh, Adam Levine. Adam Levine in the show would be the voice. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> this gotcha. is this is from an article. Maroon Five. Oh, Maroon okay. Five. I love Matchbox. Oh, okay. Matchbox Twenty, 20 was close. Matchbox Twenty was so it's close. I was like, wow. <laughs> Not that I'm a Matchbox Twenty fan, but like the shitty ver- Like, yeah, Maroon Five is kind of like an, uh the next evolution in a shitty direction. I'll go with this. This yeah. is from an article in Glamour. Adam Levine and Bahati Prinsloo. I might be butchering that. His his lady are reportedly quote back on track as a couple end quote following the bombshell cheating scandal of 2022 you know what that means time for the image rehabilitation tour after welcoming their third child in January 2023 possible sympathy baby it seems Levine and Prinsloo are ready to get back out into the world and move on from those damning DMs shared by Instagram model Sumner Stroh just five months prior in case you forgot Stroh accused the Maroon 5 frontman of engaging in an affair and shared screen grabs of their social media exchanges as evidence in one message. Levine even asked Ro if he could borrow her name for his then unborn baby. Right. So she was already pregnant with this baby. So oh, that, like yeah, she already baby. she already needed to make this decision of like, all right, are we going to stay together? Are we doing this as a team? Are we not doing this? What's going on? And they did welcome little Sumner into the world uh, just a few <laughs> months ago. Uh, no, of course they didn't name the baby that. At the time, <laughs> Levine described his behavior as quote poor judgment and denied a physical affair. 
Uh, it certainly seems like they're making more of a point to be seen out and about a lot more over the past few months. And maybe, you know, maybe that's possible for them because they're just rich. But, um, you know, I'm actually seeing this from Paris Hilton as well and other celebrities, and I just get so mad. I'm like, how are you just, like, going to galas every other night? You you have a three-month-old at home. I hate you. Yeah. I know that you're rich and a celebrity and can afford it and whatever, but I just fucking hate to see it, Paris. I want to see you not around. Yeah. I want to see you hiding from the world. Yeah, and, can't you take three sleep months? sleep in a sleep deprivation chamber like I was. Yeah. Be, take three months and act like a parent in terms of, you know, not going out. And then you can start to reemerge. And I'll still wonder how you do it and who's taking care of everything for you. Right. Because I, I'm going to always be like, you're rich, so it's not possibly ever going to be as hard for you. But, yeah, the idea, I mean, and also, I don't want to, like, if I saw regular person who had a three-week-old and they were out doing something for themselves, I'd be like, good for you! Good for you! So it's yes. not like parents should actually hide at home, but there is just something no, that's... No, but when, when, yeah. when they're being photogged out and about at tons of events... As a part of probably, it's, I think this is probably true, their attempt at a redemption arc right. happening now. Right. Um, and they have a third child that is three months old yes. at home. Yes. That's insane. Especially That's, when it's I'm Adam Levine. Yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to do anything to justify Ugh, his And behavior. I get it. They have the money to do this to be checked out, but it is just always like, go eat. Uh, suck on eggs. <laughs> fuck. Whoa, fuckhead. sucking yeah. on eggs. Fuck Holden, please. That's right. I called you fuckhead Daniels because you be in that child's life. Yeah, yeah, we're scared of him. Miserable now. in that child's life. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, you, Winnie. Winnie's yeah. world this Sunday. <laughs> there you go. She's my little moneymaker now, so it's all different. <laughs> I love being around her now. <laughs> Um, oh I can. God. <laughs> oh my god! I I genuinely do love my daughter. Uh, I am done, and I can see that I am casting aspersions. So Welcome I'm back! Congratulations. Welcome back from the land of the blind, where all seeing kings are men. I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's some phrase there, something like that. Mm. Heavy hangs the head, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And tiny <laughs> sit the feet. Tiny are the feet. Tiny, tiny, tiny are the feet. Are the feet. Yeah. Oh my God, my feet are so small. Oh! Um, they're even smaller now, and I wish that everyone could see it, how much they've gotten. You know what? They're thinner than they used to be, and I am proud of my feet. I'm proud <laughs> of my feet. Wow, your feet are really thin these days. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. Don't body shame my feet. That is our episode today. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We had such a delightful time with you, didn't Indeed. we? My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can come hang out with me on Sundays and on Tuesdays and on Wednesdays over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie. And we play dating sims and we also played the regular Sims and also, spoiler alert, yes, Benjamin Kissel is in a relationship with Father Christmas. <laughs> um, but you can come hang out on Wednesdays to find out how that's working out, Nina Caliente. Oh, don't even get me started on the gossip of what's going on in the Sims of our lives over on Wednesdays. I love it. Uh, check us out, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. For $5 a month, you get 
weekly bonus content, the readings, the Jaggies readings. You've got the leftovers, which we record after as a post show for page seven. We have all these articles we haven't talked about on this show that we're going to get to. Uh, and you get that as well. And ad free episodes, $5 a month, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. For $10 a month, you can join us for our watch-along on Thursdays. Uh, it is a live watch-along on Discord for like a private crew of amazing people uh, that we also post on the Patreon main page as a courtesy, but you really got to be there live to, to enjoy it, I think, the best you can. And we are now watching Jersey Shore Family Reunion, which We're is having a blast. phenomenal. We missed the shore. Yeah. We missed it. We need it. We need it's the shore. So, Flavor of Love was a great little, we had a little, you know. Love affair with it, yes. Yeah, a little love affair. We we made love to it a little bit, or it was dirty sex at times, let's say. But now we're back in the in our main hog. Uh, <laughs> I feel like my mind is breaking down. In the last yeah, why, what happened? Days. What happened I to you? Talk. <laughs> what happened? The main. <laughs> <laughs> what in the fucking world is that? All right, and uh, page7podcast at gmail.com. All emails, especially those conspiracy theories, so greatly appreciated. So please send them in, page7podcast at gmail.com. Lastly, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday through Friday streams. The Monday night watch-alongs, I think, have been great for the Page 7 audience. Also, of course, the main reason for the season, Fridays, 6 p.m. ET, jacking with the Holdies. Jack and I do a killer three you lately is four hours y'all guys have us running over uh which has been amazing uh amazing awesome friday get drunk stream so join us for that mj my name is mj and i'm mjkl cat on instagram there you go this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Scramble through our world-class golf courses or shop your way through the square. Be one with nature as you hike or bike through our parks and trails or hunker down at one of our breweries. And when it's time to eat, be sure to bite into our eclectic food scene. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace.